everyone welcome into around the felt episode number 58 after a week and a half hiatus reagan we're back and ready to roll nfc east season long grades today how are you feeling brother um it's good to be back it is good to be back this Definitely is excited one, this is our second to last pod in this studio though we gotta let the people know it is it is the second to last podcast in this studio for me at least and rock we are moving to hoboken so we will have another studio there will be felt but you know, we won't be together. We're going to be on Zoom. Reagan will still be in the OG studio, though. Yes. Ready to roll. I will be here every night for you guys, the people, <laughs> the fans. This will be a fun pod, man, until we talk about my Giants, because I was not very generous with my grade. Now, we did the AFC North with the first one. A lot of high grades. Every team had yeah. a winning well, record. Yeah, I that's... have a much different script for this division. We'll get into it, obviously, but kind of underperformance from every team in this division relative yeah. to expectations. Yeah, no, this division's a lot different than uh, the North, because obviously the North was, I think, the first division ever to have every team with a winning record. So, <laughs> I mean, I can't very, confirm that, but very, that, sounds, very that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very right. impressive. So, the East, yeah, I'd say outside of, uh, I mean, Dallas obviously come playoff time. I'd say they played, they were the only team for me that exceeded regular season expectations, but then, obviously, they did Dallas things in the playoffs. They always do. They always do. Let's start off with some news, Reagan. Some franchise tag news. The Bengals do tag T. Higgins. They had a lot of cap space. People somewhat expected this, but there were rumors that he could be moved. Hey, we will be back for at least 2024. Good move for Cincinnati? I mean, hey, they got the cap space, so why not run it back one more year, see if you want to give them the long-term deal, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of thought they were going to let him. I honestly didn't think they were going to franchise tag him, but I'd say it's a good move. I think it's a good move. You got Joe Burrow back for another year, healthy. You do have to pay Jamar Chase, but you know, just tagging him for that—I don't even know the amount. I think it's around 18 million. Not a yeah. bad contract for him for one year. You reevaluate next year, kick the can down the road. I think it's a smart move. Hopefully, Tyler Boyd's back as well. They got the trio ready to roll. And at 18, it sounds like they're trying to target another weapon. They really like Brock Bowers. That's been leaked at yeah. into that offense. I mean, Woo! he's not going to fall to 18 though. Let's be honest. I don't know if he goes top 10. I don't know. They I might mean, have to move up. I, it, they're I mean, definitely going to have to move up. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody, like nobody, he's not going to fall that far. Like even the year, like the year with Kyle Pitts, even they were like, oh, he could fall. He didn't fall. No, he went. Far. You know, I mean, I feel like every year when we have like one of these like elite of elite tight ends that they're talking about, like they typically are saying like, oh, well, the positional value, I don't think he'll fall. I, I would be shocked if he got to that point. Yeah, I think the sweet spot is around like. I don't want to say eight because Atlanta's at eight. Chicago at nine. They have Komet. I think he's going to be in that ten to like fifteen range. Yeah, that's where I think he'll end up. None of the top backs seem to be getting franchise tags. Saquon, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. I wouldn't tag any of them. What does this mean for the running back market? They're all going to test the market. I feel like what every team in the mean? league's going to be like, "This is what we think you're worth." Around ten million for all these top backs, and they're going to have to go back to their teams. I think that's what happened with Saquon. Go back to the Giants. Be like, "This is what I got on the table. Can you match it?" We'll see if they do, but. Are the NFL owners going to stick it to the running back market once again this year? I think they already have. That's the reason why the fran they have the second lowest franchise tag out outside of kickers and punters. So that kind of tells you about the positional value there. But, yeah, I mean, it, it really doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, it's funny that Miles Sanders got a big contract last year, and then he might end up being more high paid more than any of these guys. 
I don't know, man. Which, I, I find it hard to believe. I, I think Baltimore is a team to look out for to go after one of these backs. I don't know if they need to, though. They dude. don't need like, to, but they can. Like, they can add like, Derrick Henry to that offense. Running read option with Lamar Jackson and Derrick yeah, Henry It scary. just seems like whoever they throw back there is effective. Like, Keaton Mitchell had a lot of juice in him this year. And even Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Like, I don't – and they could draft a guy, too. Even though this isn't the best running back class, like, I don't think they need to waste that money on a running back. I really don't. They don't need to. If it's a one-year one, two, one deal, though, and you're going for it, I think it makes sense for a team that's in, in you know contention for a Super Bowl. We'll see. Does somebody want to take that one-year deal? It's the real thing. Hey, but maybe these running backs don't have a choice, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be I mean, it's gonna be wild be interesting. to see. And even, like, there's other guys, too, out. like DeAndre Swift. Like, there's yeah. a um, – well, I mean, you said Pollard. We said Pollard. Who knows what whole fetch? Saquon, Derrick Henry, obviously the big name. Josh Jacobs, those are the big three. So it'll be interesting. Now, with Dallas in particular, not tagging Pollard, do you think they bring him back? Because they have signaled that they're going all in for 24. Jerry Jones basically said um, it out loud. Do you think no. they can bring back Pollard? Do you think they want to target a guy like Henry or Barkley? No, I think they'll draft somebody, actually. I think they're just, they are so they have, don't have enough money, and I think they have so many like guys they're going to have to pay in other holes that they well, can fill. Well, that's the thing. When we get into Dallas, we're going to talk about how fucked they, have, they like, are. A lot, that's what I'm saying. So, situation. I do not think they'll pay a running back. I, I think they're going to draft somebody. Interesting. Interesting. Because, dude, like they're going to have to pay people down the road, so you're just like addressing a need that's right now. Again, they could do like a two-year deal, though, for Henry. Henry's 29. You think he probably has two years left. They could. I don't know. I, I honestly do think they draft someone. I, I, I think that's a good landing spot for Blake Corum. Ooh, I wouldn't mind Corum there. The Dolphins are going to release cornerback Xavier Howard, their franchise all-time leader in interceptions, and pass rusher Emmanuel Ogba. They were over the cap, even with the NFL juicing it up another $30 know, million for uh... this year. Miami still found themselves over the cap. You know, they had well, one year of an elite cornerback tandem with Ramsey. Ramsey missed a lot of the year. Then Howard got hurt. I mean, tough, man. Tough to see Xavier and Howard go. What got... are some potential landing spots you could see for him? I mean, any team that needs a corner, I mean, you'd be a fool not to throw a contract at him. I'm not saying giving him top dollar, but and I don't think he'll fetch top dollar, but at the end of the day, if you need cornerback help, he's a guy who's proven before. Even though he's getting up there in age and he has some injury concerns, I mean, I'd give him I'd give him a one year deal and maybe pay pay up a little bit just to see if there's something there still. You know what I like? I like Houston for him, paired with Derek Stingley. They have yeah. the cap space, quarterback on a rookie deal, star quarterback on a rookie deal. Well, there's I like a lot Houston, of stuff. Man. Like you could say honestly a lot of contenders could use him. Like Chicago. Chicago, Philly. Philly definitely could use him. They have their own cap problem. I mean I they actually have a decent amount of cap space. I would definitely wouldn't suggest a team that's not contending going for him because I don't think like there's just no point to me unless you're a contender to go for him because I don't think if you're a team that's not contending right now, like you're going to overpay for a guy that's not going to be there by the time you're ready to contend. So it just doesn't. It wouldn't make sense to me for a team like a team like Washington, ton of cap space, but and they need help in the secondary. They need help in the secondary. Eight-year-old that's what I'm saying. Corner, no, really you don't. Sense. You don't. You don't. It doesn't really make sense. All right, that wraps up the news. Drock, what do we got for questions? Austin has a lot of trivia, so I'm going to actually hold on to this and use this. Yeah, he's probably submitted them for later. Yeah. Um, nice. Let's start off with. Uh, Walmart has a question for Reagan, spelled R-E-G-A-N. All right, Walmart, spelled W-A-L-M-A-R-T. <laughs> who is um, who is in the worst position going into next year in the East? Just for you, Reagan. Well, he knows I'm going to say Washington. That's why. I, I, I like obviously like contention wise, the Giants and Commanders aren't going to contend. I mean. Dallas, to me, is not in a great spot either just because, like, they have so many guys to pay, and I almost feel like they're missing their championship window, and they still have McCarthy. 
But if I, but I mean, then again, it's like, are you gonna say, are you gonna really say a team that's gonna be considered a contender in like Dallas and Philly's in a bad spot? Like, no, no, no. To me, I don't know. It's so close. I lean Giants are slightly worse just because I feel like they're a year behind of where Washington is, where they're like totally resetting. They have the cap. They're gonna go draft the quarterback. Where I think the Giants, unless Daniel Jones proves it, I don't think the Giants are gonna draft a quarterback this year. I hope they do, but I don't think they will. So I think they're going to run it back with Jones one more year, and I don't think it's going to work out. So I think they're going to be in the position to drafting a quarterback next year. So I lean Washington just because I feel like they're a year ahead in their rebuild. Um, for both of you, what will be the standings in the East next year? Mm-hmm. Philly. Still a lot to unwind in this offseason, free agency draft. You know, I, I think it's going to be Philly and Dallas towards the top again. I was going to say, yeah. That's <laughs> just mean, the clearly, easy I don't, I don't, Two teams are contending, two teams are rebuilding. Yeah, I don't rebuilding. think the Giants and Commanders are one offseason away from competing with those no. two teams. I mean, they were both really good in the regular season. Eagles obviously fell apart at the end. Do I want to go Philly or Dallas, number one? I don't know. They're just so much uncertain. I'm going to go Dallas, actually, to win the division. That's as crazy. Right now. Because no team ever goes back-to-back in that division. I know. But with Philly, Fools like... Gold. I, I don't know what they're going to do to address their secondary. And also, they have two new coordinators coming in again for the second straight season, although I thought they were both upgrades. Well, technically, third straight season. You're right. Technically, third straight season. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just a lot of new faces. They still have that sour taste in their mouth. I don't know. Dallas does, too, though. Uh, dude, I don't know. I mean, you yeah, can pick your poison with Philly and Dallas. I lean, the I lean Philly, Dallas, Giants, Washington, and the only and Giants and Washington are neck and neck. Only because I only lean Giants slightly because it's like I trust Daniel Jones more than whoever Washington has right now. I don't know, like, and also to me, it's like Drake May or Jaden Daniels, depending on who they go with, which we assume it's going to be one of them or Caleb Williams. That's a lot to ask for on a Washington team that doesn't have a ton of talent right now. We'll see what they do in the offseason because obviously they have a crap ton of cap space and even more now with it going up $30 million. So they have a ridiculous amount of cap space, but I can't just assume they're going to get all these players and hit it well in the draft. So right now, without knowing anything in the offseason, that's what I lean. Yeah, I'd go Dallas, Philly, Giants, Washington. Giants also have Washington's number. They beat them head-to-head every year. Yeah, so. and it's just there's so much unknown with Washington. I did see um, uh, Jets might want to trade for Sam Howell, so I would like that. Nice backup. And maybe and maybe the future, dude. Well, I don't they know. He's Drake still May, They might want to keep Sam Howell because he's friends with Drake May. Would that yeah, be a little I weird? I don't that'd know. Be a, that'd be very weird. Be a little weird. Mm-hmm. All right, top five dynasty receivers in the NFC East. In the NFC East, I mean, it's got to be CD one. CD. Actually, it doesn't got to be. I mean, you could say AJ even, Brown yeah. too. No, I, CD's I, one. I'd he was better than AJ this year, and he's younger. Yeah, I know, but I would say like you can make a case. Those are the one two locked in for sure. Ah! You can take Smitty too. Yeah, I was gonna say you can. You can. I'll go CD. Uh, I'm still going Brown. AJ, too. just because he is the one, like when they're both playing, even though we saw what Devontae Smith could do. And he's but, still only 26. Yeah. Uh, so AJ, two, Smitty, three. I'll go McLaurin, four. And then five. I like McLaurin, four. Five? I lean. Wandell Robinson. Come on, get a giant in there, dude. Wandell was cooking at the end of the year when he recovered from his ACL. Know, and before, he, flashes, and before he hurt that ACL. He had his first 100-yard game. So, I mean, he he's, he's, looks good, man. They just need a quarterback it's, to get him the football. To me, it's either Wandell or Dotson. It's got to be one of those two. Even C.D. Lamb called out Wandell. He said yeah. he's underrated, man. He's good. He's it's, fast. It's, he makes people miss. It's one of those two because they both are young and they've both shown flashes. So, I don't think there's anything. Those are the, you could say, five, uh, 5A and 5B or for me. I would have said Dotson before this year. I really like Dotson coming out of Penn State. But it just, I don't know. He just isn't consistent. Well, 
And neither is Wondell. That's Curtis my point. Samuel, Curtis <laughs> neither of those guys are consistent. So. Sam- yeah, but Wondell is more consistent than Dotson considering the quarterback play, where Curtis Samuel was outperforming Jahan Dotson this year. Yeah, I, but I'm just saying, I'm just strictly factoring in they've shown flashes in their age. It would be one of those guys. I don't think there's anyone else you can argue for that fifth spot because, you know, the capital's not there and we didn't see enough. Um, you're not going to say Samuel. You're not going to say Cooks. You're not going to say Gallup. You're not going to say Julio Jones. So it's yeah. really just those two for me as the five, and I think you could go either way. Give me five. I just did. We Yeah, we basically – Together as a team? I said I We, said we basically agreed, and I, I said, said Dotson, and he said Wandel, but I honestly think you can go either way at five. All right, let's hop to an around the fellow crew member, Mr. Garrett Locher, the graphic designer. Big G. Um, does Sam Howell get traded? Yeah, that's his first question. I think he definitely gets traded. I don't think they. I, I just don't think it's good to keep him around because he's so young, and I think he will have some value. Because look, the guy still threw for over four thousand passing yards. There's clearly something there, no, and he if didn't. He, he did he not three thousand nine hundred forty-six. Okay, all right. Almost four thousand. Yeah, I just got I just got pwned there. Do but, your research, dude. <laughs> but it, he didn't play. Every, I don't know. He got benched a couple times, so he, should, <laughs> he did get benched a couple times. So by Jacoby he should he should have done it if he didn't uh, get benched. But still, he showed enough flashes to me that there's something there where I think he'll fetch a day two pick. I'd say I think they'll definitely get more than they invested. Oh, I don't in. know if he's getting. A, I don't know if they're getting a third round pick for Hal. He threw 21 picks last year, bro. Yeah, but he still showed he's a lot of flashes. Definitely a day three pick, I think. I don't know. It depends how desperate you are. Um, well, why would someone be desperate for a back? I mean, I don't think he's going to compete for a starting job next year. I mean, no, maybe if you believe him. Maybe if you believe him and you're like, hey, like this guy showed some flashes, I, I want to take the risk and see if he could become our future quarterback. Like, if the Jets gave up a third, fourth round pick for him, I wouldn't be mad. See if there's something there. See if he can develop under Rodgers. Or hey, Zach Wilson for uh, Sam Howell swap. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with it. Into the next question, he's got. Do you believe the rumor that Jets will have interest in bringing him? I on? definitely do. I mean, there's not a ton of teams that would because you got to look at like where situations where. Um, obviously there's a need for a younger quarterback. You're going to want to look at situations where, like, the guy might not be around for long. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other, like, veteran-type teams. Like, I could see a team, like, uh, how many years does Stafford have left? Like, maybe they're like, hey, we'll bring him in here, let him sit under Stafford, learn. I mean, honestly, any team with a veteran quarterback that they're not in a great spot capital-wise where they're going to be like, hey, like, we don't know if, like, when this guy retires, like, what are we going to do? Like, I know for a fact the Jets, once Rodgers done, like, we're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked at the quarterback position, so I would at least like to take the risk on a guy like that where it's like we've seen him have success in this league or at least show flashes of it. I don't know. I mean, if you take a rookie at number two, which all signs are pointing towards that, do you not want to have Howell in-house? Howell's cheap, or do you want to pay a veteran? Like a you probably like want to pay a veteran. You probably to, want to, to help pay. groom, almost be like a coach. Yes. Kind of. Like I what Andy he, Dalton was for Bryce Young this year. They have so much cap I can see dude. that. I can see that being their strategy. But Howell is still really cheap. He's under team control for two more years. So yes, but you can also get some more sides. capital, and you have a fuck ton of cap space where it's like, <laughs> all right, if we have to pay a backup ten million, like it's not even doing a damper to us. And it's like Howell's almost. The thing is. You pay Jacoby Brissett, he's not looking over his shoulder. You pay, you keep Howell, like, he's always going to be looking over his shoulder. Yeah, I guess it really depends if they go Drake May, too, like, what their dynamic is. Like, if they want to no play matter what, together, you got to trade him. Because they were teammates at UNC. Yeah, I don't know. This next question, what do the Giants do in the draft? If Neighbors, Joe Alt, and Jaden Daniels are all there, who would you take? Jaden Daniels. I think you take Jaden Daniels, the upside that he has with his tools, with the rushing ability, the big arm. He had the best deep ball in college football last season. I think that worked really well with the receiving core that they have right now. 
Also gives Brian Dable, the quarterback whisperer, an opportunity to mold his own quarterback, and it buys him more time in the rebuild. If they don't succeed this year, they have another six-win season. Okay, you just got a rookie quarterback to get another year. Where if they hitch their wagon to Jones and Jones is bad again next year, they could be fucked. They could be out of a job. New York is they're not They're one hundred percent if if they ride with Jones, they're one hundred percent out of a job. So if they decide to not draft a quarterback, like if you miss the playoffs and it's not even close and it's like a repeat of last year, they're one hundred percent cleaning. Although games. I do think there's no shot Jaden Daniels there at six. I think if one team moves out, it's gonna be New England. And if they do, Atlanta's gonna be calling, Minnesota's gonna be calling to try to get up, maybe even Denver as well. So I think it's going to be a bidding war. So they'd have to move up to three to get them. Now, if hey. New England sticks and picks and there's three quarterbacks, one, two, three, I want Malik Neighbors really bad. Some, a lot of scouts actually have him as wide receiver one over Marvin Harrison. Like his, He's going to run the four threes his, the, with the ball in his hands. He's insanely dynamic, makes a lot of people miss. He's a big play threat. And LSU wide receivers usually pan out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they just I do. do. So I would I would really like Malik Neighbors. I lean alt just because of the offensive line being like the biggest issue for you guys last year, but you also do not have that wide receiver one. So the thing is, with all those picks, you can't go wrong with it's any of them. It's what they need. It's their, but their team th- those needs. Those are their three the biggest the needs. I lean the other two over the quarterback just because it's like, you just paid Jones. Like, he had an injured season. Like, he got injured last year. Like, granted, it, he wasn't playing great before he got injured. But at the end of the day, like, you, are you going to give up one year after paying the man? I know it's not like it wasn't a huge contract, but still, you decided to commit to the guy after he took you to the playoffs. So you're basically essentially two year deal. You're basically yeah, but you're basically saying we're done with it. I think if Dable truly believes in the locker room, it's a lot of the same guys. You have some cap space. You were in the playoffs with a lot of the same guys, so it comes down to I would go Eileen Alt if you're going to stick with Jones, and if you're not going to go with Jones, and you got to go the quarterback. Also, I think on free agency. I think, and also I wouldn't even hate it if the Giants were to trade back in and try to get a wide receiver because I do think you need to get a wide receiver one. They have two I think, second round picks. I like I like yeah exactly. So I wouldn't hate it if you guys tried to use that to move up. And but it's a really deep offensive tackle class. I think Daniel Jeremiah has like nine it's to deep. eleven it's OTs. Deep. It's deep, but like Alt's supposed to be like one of the best prospects. I know, scene. So I know. it's like, yeah, it's deep, but it's also like you have the chance to get like one of the closest things since uh, Penny Sewell. Well, if they took Joe Alt, I wouldn't be mad by any stretch. It also depends what they do in free agency because it seems like they want the guy from the Patriots and who, so he can play guard or tackle. That gives you flexibility that if Neil's not looking good in camp with a new offensive line coach, you can kick him in to left guard and then start Olenohu at tackle. Yeah. That could be what they do. They're looking at a guard from the Raiders because the offensive line coach came over. Depends, man. We're going to know more about team needs. I still lean taking Malik Neighbors and I, though, I, I really, the tackle. I really would like you guys to address the wide receiver position in the first round. It'd I would. Be fun. Just because I think Wandell showed some flashes, but I don't think he's ever going to be your number one. Player. He's, he's gonna a be, slot player. He'll, he's a good wide receiver, too. I think you need to get that yeah. one, and I don't know if it's going to be out there in free agency. I really don't. That's the thing. You can get an offensive lineman more so in free agency this year. Like who than you would, will who would be the top wide? Like I don't think Mike Evans, Evans wants to gonna, go back to Tampa Bay. And if he like, leaves, is he going to go? Calvin like if, Ridley does he raise your ceiling? He's going to be thirty. Like no. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really depends. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. But I don't. Mike Evans, if he leaves, he's going to a contender. Like he, I don't think he yeah, cares about the money. Um, he's not going. To New so York. Calvin Ridley. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. Like yeah, I it's better. It. It's a bad if you're going to if you're going to draft Jaden Daniels, I'd like it. Honestly, it really depends. If you're going to keep Jones, then then don't do it. But if you're going to draft Jaden Daniels, go do it. Get your get your rookie quarterback a weapon. I don't care. Yeah, he's still better than fine. he still would be your best option. And if you're not, and that means if you're drafting Daniels, you're probably going to get a day two wide receiver again. And is he guaranteed to hit? No. Also, in the past three seasons, 
Jones has had two major neck injuries and a torn ACL. The neck really fucking worries me, and I think it worries the Giants as well, that they don't know if they can keep him as their guy for the long term. Because one more neck injury, dude, he could be done. Well, uh, You uh, never know. Odds are, like, and odds are. Two bad neck injuries is a tough look for a quarterback that's still in his mid-20s. And it also comes down to, do you like the prospects next year, too? you got to factor it in. If there's a couple guys like they're in love with for next year's draft, they could be like, all right, you know what, we'll run it with Jones. We make the playoffs. But they don't know if they'll be there next year. You know, yeah. that's why I think if they have the opportunity to get Jaden Daniels, well, I'd imagine, they're going to do it. I'd imagine do it. they will be there if it doesn't work out with Jones. If they're going to be drafting a either next year, if they're drafting a quarterback, that means it didn't work out with Jones. And if they're not, that means it worked out. And it's like, hey, we're in an even better spot because it worked out with Jones. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a chance. Like, I think next year, if Jones doesn't work out, I think you're locked in top five. And if he doesn't, it's like, <laughs> then maybe you're in the playoffs. Yeah. What round will Marvin Harris be taken in in a redraft league? Mm. Depends where he goes. I imagine if he goes... Assume Arizona, just for argument's sake. That seems to be the most likely landing third, spot right now. Third round? Third round. I can see third round. I mean, I do like I think him the, there with Kyler Murray. We've seen DeAndre Hopkins be phenomenal yeah. with Kyler Murray, you know? I think he goes third because, dude, always we see the rookies get the hype right before the draft season and just keep creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. I think Jamar was... I believe Jamar went in the third round of his rookie year. He might have been – I think I remember him going like fourth or fifth. But the way they're talking about Harrison Jr., I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he went in the third round at all. I definitely think end of third is a sweet spot. Yeah. Maybe I mean, beginning like of fourth. Mid-30s. Like, yeah, I, I think for sure. Especially by the, by August when they've been talking about him so much and he has a good preseason. Thanks, Garrett. Let's hop to uh, the name of DirecTV. <laughs> <laughs> This is Kenny. Uh, this is yeah, Kenny. he's paying our direct TV bill. We move out because he's going to be there all the time. You're paying for us to watch Yankees baseball. You're not coming, dude. Uh, his first question: As an unbiased fan, after what we witnessed this season, how far away are the Giants of getting back to the success we saw in 2022? Um, so playoff berth, one playoff win. How far away are they? They're not like I don't think they're that far away because they do have cornerstone blue chip players on both lines and Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence, which is nice. Kayvon Thibodeau had, I think, 11 and a half sacks this year. That was a great boost. Deontay Banks looks really good. They have key pieces in the most important positions. But then again, if you don't have the quarterback play, you're never going to be good. Jones was very good in 2022. 22 total touchdowns to five picks. Uh, he did it on the ground. He had 700 rushing yards and they won games. But I think that might have been Jones's ceiling. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, seems like team figured um, him out. He's like a one-read guy, and he has trouble pushing the ball down the field, which you're not going to be able to go deep in the playoffs if you can't push the ball downfield and really go off script outside the pocket and get to your second, third read. So yeah. it just it just limits their ceiling. How far away are they? Do I think they win a playoff game this upcoming year? No. I think 2025 is a better spot for them. But I hate for them to waste the, the primes of Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence because having a top-five offensive tackle – and a top five interior pass rusher in the league is definitely the recipe to have a successful team. Yeah, I'd say you could look at it a couple ways because obviously it really depends who's their starting quarterback next year. Um, it it helps that they're in the NFC because the NFC is so much weaker right now than the AFC. Like you don't, who, who would you even say is the best quarterback in the NFC right now? I don't think anyone can. I mean, who played like, the best this season was yeah. Dak. But, I mean, that's Joe. what I'm saying. Like, you can make a debate. Like, there's no clear-cut guy, and you could probably say, like, the best NFC quarterback's not even top five in the AFC right now. So Definitely it helps not. It helps yeah. where you are. Um, obviously, there's not a lot of teams right now where it's like they're locked in, chewing for the playoffs, so that helps. 
I say if you roll with Jones, you will not be in the playoffs this year. And I think if you go, who are we going to say you would draft? You're not getting Caleb Williams, so it's basically it's Mayor Daniels. It's Mayor Daniels. If you get either of those guys, it's a ideally year two. You'd hope. I don't think there's a chance in hell the roster next year, no matter who your quarterback is, is in the playoffs. So I'd say if you want to hope. Not this upcoming year, but the following year is your best chance. I will say, though, no one expected Houston to win a playoff game this year with a rookie quarterback. Shit happens. Every year, teams go from Shit worst. Happens. Every year, a team goes Shit from worst happens. to first. So, yeah. Every year, it happens. <laughs> I just think it's highly unlikely the Giants pull it off this well, year. Well, yeah. I mean, to, you can't even predict any of those. Like, I don't. You can say what you want about Caleb Williams and the prospect he is. I don't think there's a chance in hell he comes close to the level Stroud played this year. That was, like, unheard of. It was of. all time. It was all time. That's what I'm saying. So, like. And also their defense was playing at an elite level, too, and they had a lot of guys, like, stepping up big. So a lot of factors need to happen for that. Is now a bow, a, wow. Is now a buy-low opportunity in Dynasty for guys like Saquon and Pollard? I mean, no. I, I mean, there's I no, like, real... I wouldn't pull the trigger now because you don't know where they're going to play next year. You know what I mean? Like, it could, like if, one of them, if one of them goes to the Chargers, then, okay, their stock goes up because Jim Harbaugh clearly wants to run the football, and their OC's like, could you imagine Justin Herbert with a run game? Like, yeah. so, Actually, <laughs> I would say a buy – actually, I'd say Saquon, no, I don't think there's going to be the buy-low opportunity because I think the na- – like, you're just going to play with too many people who respect the name. Tony Pollard, I would say yes, is a buy-low because, honestly, no matter where he goes, his stock is going to be so low right now because he had such a bad season. But he had such a bad season on a phenomenal offense. Like, I don't want to buy any Tony Pollard stock Yeah, but right you're going to be buying – like, you could probably get him for, like, a third. I don't think you're going to have to give There's up much no for him. There's no way. It's probably Dude, second at least. I don't, think, I'll give you I don't think you're going to have to give up much for him after the year he had and, like, the uncertainty of where he goes. Where Saquon, like, even if he goes to a shitty situation, like – Nobody's giving you Saquon. You, also, Saquon, you got to give up at least the first. So I don't think you're going to buy Saquon low until you know where he went. Saquon's also one of the best workhorse backs in the league. Like plays over 75, 80% of the snaps, which is hard yeah, to find. I'd say know? Tony Pollard. So you know he's going to get the touches. And you could Pollard, use that to know. your advantage and be like, well, Tony Pollard could go to a crappy situation where if he goes to a – I don't know. I, like Tony Pollard's definitely at his lowest. I don't think Saquon's going to – it's definitely not at his buy low spot because Way of the name. Way too early top MVP candidates. Stroud. <laughs> Stroud's got to be up there. I mean, you got Amin Mahomes every year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. would, be a, would be a very interesting one because he's back coming off the Achilles and just make a run. What about for the East? <clears throat> oh, for the, for the East in yeah. particular? Yeah. Hurts. For me. Like he's I mean, due for so cool. due for one. You can go Hurts. You go <laughs> Daniel Jones. Hurts and Dak are the only really two options you have because the MVP is a quarterback award. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no quarterback's gonna win it for the Giants. I'm saying Hurts if we're gonna go from the NFC. Um, and I like Kyler too, Loki. Direct TV threw in a segment or punishment idea: beer marathon in the streets of Hoboken. That's is... funny. Are you gonna do that by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a punishment for him. No. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to join the guy getting punished for a day of fun, you and you and Big C can run around Hoboken. All right, guys, appreciate the questions. That was a great segment. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back. Here at Around the Felt, we know that football and Manhattan's go hand in hand, and we only drink worse Manhattan's, the best. All right, guys, welcome back in. We're gonna get into the grades right now, starting with. The worst team in the division, the Washington Commanders. Commanders went 4-13 and this season offensively. They mm. ranked 24th in total offense, 24th in scoring. Defensively, they were last in both regards. Reagan, what grade did you land on for the Commanders? Yeah, I gave them a D. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> There's not a lot of good to point to here because, like, 
even fuck or even Sam Howell, the guy that you were like, all right, and even I was saying all year, like, all right, at least you got Howell. He's showing flashes. He fell apart at the end. You were benching him for Joe, Jacoby Brissett. At least you can say going forward, you got the cap space. You're going to draft a quarterback this year, but that doesn't reflect in your grade. I'm not going to give you bonus points for having a lot of cap space and being so bad they're going to get a good pick. So, yeah, I'd say the season was a wash. You ended up trading both your edge rushers at the deadline and Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Chase Young, like, what a failure of a pick in the long run. Showed some flashes, but the fact that you guys won the Chase Young Bowl and had to trade him, and what they end up for getting a third. for a third. Yeah, I mean, Montez Sweat, that's nice getting the second because, honestly, he doesn't fit your team's window. Um, but, yeah, even Terry, not a great year, even though I do think he's legit, and hopefully with May or Daniels he can continue to be good. But not not a lot of positives here. A lot of a lot of games where you got blown out. Sometimes you hung around with the division mates, but you're ready for t- just be ready for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't really give a high grade when you're picking second overall in the draft. I gave him a D plus. The only reason they didn't get an F because I knew when Ron Rivera was coming back for another season, it was going to be a wash anyways. I had no expectations for this team. I knew they were bad when they traded both edge rushers. I was like, all right, this season is more so of a wash now. Uh, Sam Howell. Yeah, beginning of the season was top the league leaders in passing yards, but he ended up 63% completion rate, 3,946 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 21 INTs, which led the league. Not good. He's not your long-term answer. That's what you figured out from the season. That's the moral of the story. Uh, The defense is pathetic. You have a lot of holes to fill. Emmanuel Forbes, the corner you took 16th overall last year, was bad as a rookie. You passed on Christian Gonzalez, who looked really good before he got hurt out for the season. You passed on Deontay Banks, who looked a lot better. I mean, yeah, like you said, at least they have cap space and the opportunity to select their new franchise quarterback, but there's just a lot to be done here. Hey, and the good thing is you got a new ownership group, so there's a lot of good things to be looking forward to. This season's a wash. The the future's bright for the Commanders. I also kind of like the Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury duo. I was going to say, the the future's very bright, dude. And you even have the new, like, the new ownership group is huge. Huge. Things are going to change in Washington for the good. They can only go up. I don't think they can get much worse than they've been over the past couple of years. Yeah, really I think this is, their, this is their bottom, like for, for sure. Dan Snyder's gone. Walmart, be happy, my friend. It's only going to get better. It can't get any worse. All right, let's move on. My New York football giants, 6-11, 29th in total offense, 30th in scoring, 27th in total defense, 26th in scoring. Reagan, what grade did you give my giants? I gave them a D-plus and it could have been lower, but obviously I give you some of a somewhat of a pass because Daniel Jones went down. But at the end of the day, you guys were in the playoffs last year. It was a step back, and I would have liked to see them get a couple more wins with all these injuries because, I mean, to be honest, you still had a lot of talent. It doesn't help when you lose Andrew Thomas and stuff. But the defense, I would have liked them to step up more. And I'm going to compare you guys in a sense to Cleveland. Cleveland had a lot of injuries, and they still made the playoffs. And granted, they're a more talented team than you guys, even with their injuries, but I would have liked to see the Giants put together some more games. It doesn't help that Tyrod went down, but I don't know. Not a lot to be happy about with the season. It's another one with the Commanders where it's a wash. Better days ahead. All right, let's let's get the couple of positives out of the way first. Kayvon Thibodeau's growth in year two was a positive. Turned a lot of those pressures into sacks. That's good. Dexter Lawrence, All-Pro. He's one of the best in the game. He's a beast. That's good. Tommy DeVito made a total lost season. Kind of fun to watch in the middle of the season, Jock. I mean, we were going to the games. The Cutlets. I bought a shirt. The Cutlets was fun. No, you hey. didn't. Your girlfriend bought it for you. She bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, 
That's really it. <laughs> that's, that's really the positive. I mean, hey. I gave him a D. I gave him a D. Obviously, Jones getting hurt. The season was derailed by injuries from the start. Andrew Thomas getting hurt week one. Saquon getting hurt week two in a game against Arizona that was bullshit. He got hurt in the last minute and a half to try and drain the clock out. Jones gets hurt with the neck. Then Jones ACL. They, I mean, they were screwed yeah, from the get-go. But the offensive line, still one of the worst in the league, despite the fact that they've invested so much draft capital into that offensive line, the most in the league over the past decade, I might say. Evan Neal has one last chance to prove that he can play right tackle in this league. Otherwise, getting kicked into guard. And if he's bad at guard, it's just a total bust of a draft pick, which you hate to see from a blue-chip caliber prospect coming out of Alabama. That was phenomenal Alabama that played right tackle, left tackle, and guard. Well, so, hey, that good, would be brutal. You want to know some good news? You could go sign Mekhi Becton, have him play right tackle, and bump Evan Neal to right guard, and you'll have two, brutes, two big bodies that can't do shit. Two big bodies that can't move, and every speed <laughs> rusher gets right around them. That's, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I mean, clearly the team overachieved in 2022. They came back down to earth. They do have some cornerstone players in Dexter and Andrew Thomas, and Kayvon and Banks are both good players that they can have that are young that they can build with. Now, with the coaching... Brian Dable was coach of the year in 2022, and now he finds himself somewhat on the hot seat. The drama with Wink, another bad thing, because that came out mid-season that was leaked, and it seems like Wink leaked that. And that's why yeah. like Wink no longer has a, a job in the NFL. He's now at Michigan. So that was not good. It seemed like not a lot of coaches wanted to come to New York. Do they want to work with Dable? I don't know. And I just, Dave, I remember this. When we went to the Giants Town Hall, for season ticket holders. I brought you, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's talking about Brian Dable. All the season ticket holders are, are pumped up because they just want a playoff game. And John Mara up on stage, the owner of the Giants, says, doesn't take a lot in this league to go from Bono, like, you know, you're the star, to Bozo. It can happen in one year. This is New York. You know, fans are not patient. What happened? One year. John Mara said that on stage. Uh, in one year, now he's on the, I'm on hot, the, pod whenever you the want. hot seat. Not good, man. Not good. They got a lot of questions going into this offseason. They can create a lot more cap space. Right now they have mid-30s, but they can restructure Dexter and Andrew Thomas and clear up like another 25 to 30. They're probably going to release Glowinski. So I think the Giants will have over $60 million in cap. I think they got to target an edge rusher to pair with Kayvon and Dexter Lawrence. I mean, that's every time they've won a Super Bowl, what have they had? A dominant pass rush. Yeah, and I think you can make a case that Dable has one of the hottest seats right now because if he, whatever he decides to do, he's got to make sure that's the right decision. If they draft a rookie quarterback, you got to make sure that guy shows enough flashes to keep your job. And if you stick with Jones, you better make sure you guys are getting damn near close to the playoffs if not in the playoffs. So yeah. they are they are in a very interesting spot right now where no matter what the Giants have to do, you better make sure it's right because if you do it wrong, you are – guaranteed to be fired both the coach and gm and if you do draft that rookie quarterback you're not going to be setting him up in a great spot if he, if he struggles year one we've seen it happen with a ton of these rookie quarterbacks where you set these guys up for failure because you give them the coach and then after the first year they fire him and then going into year two they got a new coach and a new gm and those guys are like well i didn't draft that quarterback yeah I mean, look at zach wilson i mean it's look at justin fields biggest look sign at of josh rosen there's the so many guys league. it's happened to and a, and a lot of it is just the quarterback and look at bryce young that's what's happening to him now so mm-hmm. we'll see but whatever they do, they got to make sure they do it right because there's two choices here, and you you got to be right, Dable. Gotta I will right. say, Brian Dable is known for his work with quarterbacks, so hopefully he gets it right. Now, do they bring Saquon back? I don't know. I hope they do. Do they bring back Xavier McKinney? He was a top five safety in the league last year, according to PFF. Be a shame he if played, he didn't. He played every single snap last year, 100% of snaps, which is unreal. Uh, and he was phenomenal. Now, with a new defensive coordinator, he can play more of center field as opposed to being man up because he's not going to bliss as much with Wink on. 
could be beneficial for his skill set. I think they do bring McKinney back probably around 15, 16 million a year. They will have cap space. Please get an offensive lineman. Go get Josh Allen from Jacksonville. I'd love that too. Why not from Buffalo? Well, I don't think they can do that. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'd love that even more. If I want Josh Allen, I'll take the one from the Bills. I love that even more, but I don't think they can swing it. All right, Reagan, the Philadelphia Eagles, 11-6. and six. Offensive ranks, 8th in total, 7th in scoring. Defensively, yuck. 26th in total, 30th in scoring. They started 10-1, and one, finished the season 1-5, and five, and then got knocked out by Baker and then boys in round 1. What grade did you give the Eagles? I gave them a C because they still won 11-6, so it's hard to just be like D because – it was a failure of a season, but at the end of the day, they made the playoffs. They had a good season for the most part till the very end, so it's hard for me to fully shit on them. And maybe that's because I'm a Jeff fan and it's like I'd kill to be in the playoffs, but mm. at the end of the day, this team to me... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 he goes, mm. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I, I do think there's better days ahead for the Eagles. Um, I really, really like the signing. Uh, at the D.C. I think Fangio is going to be a big help because he was a part of the Super Bowl team. Uh, he, he wasn't the D.C., obviously. That was Gannon. But he was in – I don't what, what I don't know the exact role he was, like he was in. Like in yeah, he was in like an advisor role. But he was there. So I do like that. And we'll, I can't imagine the offense getting any worse. So I, I still believe in Jalen Hurts as a talent. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased towards him, but I think he's a very good quarterback. So I expect better days ahead. But at the end of the day, this was a disappointing season. But it's hard to give any. It's hard to give a team that won 11 and six a, lower than a C. Yeah, well, I did D plus. Really? D plus. You started 10 and one. You you beat the Chiefs, right? So everyone's thinking, all right, you were in the Super Bowl last year, almost beat the Chiefs. You hung 35 on them. I mean, it wasn't Jalen Hurts' fault. The defense just couldn't hold it together. Pass rush fell apart. They could with the slippery turf. They couldn't get there. You had expectations going into the season that it was you and the Niners, right? The two teams in the NFC that are going to clash in the NFC Championship rematch and go to the Super Bowl. The late season collapse was pathetic. Sirianni lost the locker room. Yep. Clearly losing Gannon and Steichen. And you didn't even mention. a huge thing for that defense. You're not even going to mention the biggest loss. Big Dom. Yeah, Big Dom. I mean, when they lost Big Dom, it really fucked them up too. It did. (laughs) Like, it did. Now, (laughs) Jalen Hurts did take a step back. Relative to 2022, was that because of an injury that was talked about all year, but we still don't even know what happened? Or did teams start to figure him out? Because that's what the Bucks did, man. They blitzed him, they got after him, and he struggles when he gets pressured. I'd say a little bit of both. That's what happens. I'd say both. Now, at the end of the season, they started to get hurt. They didn't trust Sirianni, and they lost to the Bucks. And they're a way more talented team than Tampa Bay. I don't know what happened to the defense because they still had a lot of those guys back. The pass rush was the same level, and you still have so much talent. You even added Jalen Carter. The secondary was fucking brutal. Bradbury was just bad. Slay was hurt for a little bit, and he came back, but he wasn't himself. What are they going to do in this offseason? Because Slay's going to be 33. Slay's going to be 33. Bradbury's going to be 31. And that secondary was already brutal. They got to redo their entire secondary. They lost now, Jason Kelsey too. Yeah, you're gonna lose Kelsey. What happens with Fletcher Cox? What happens with Brandon Graham? You're losing depth on both lines, which has been their strong suit the past few years. Why they've been so good? Also, AJ Brown drama. Does he want to be there? I don't know. He says he does, but he says he wants to get paid. I mean, they can't pay everybody, man. They can't pay everybody. Honestly, if they Hassan lose AJ Brown, I don't hate that. Does Hassan Reddick want out? I mean, it, he said cap on Twitter of him requesting a trade, but I, he's got one year left in his deal. I think he wants to get paid, but I think he wants to be an Eagle. But you can't pay everybody. They're only going to lose more talent. So they better get back on track for 2024, or I think their window is closing. Yeah, no, it's a big year for them. They, they remind me of a spot that we've seen the Bills be in where it's like their window starting to 
to go away, and they got it. They got it. Next year's got to be it. It's also gotta old, be it. it's also an old team, man. You know what I, I know. mean? Like Lane Johnson doesn't have a lot of time left. That's one of it's your cornerstone players to pass decade plus. You know, like I don't know. I mean, to me, they're shooing for the playoffs, but it, it's a lost season if you don't at least get to the championship. And game. now Nick Sirianni's seat after go, losing in the Super Bowl by three points. And then go, starting ten and one, his seat is hot. He had to yeah. go to Jeffrey Lurie next year on. He had to go to Jeffrey no, Lurie I, I and tell him yeah. his his plan for this season. Like, what are you going to do? Who are going to be your coordinators? Pressure's yeah. on. And now you have two new coordinators in the building. That's going to take some time to mesh. I don't know, man. I gave him a D plus just relative to expectations and how they ended the season was one of the biggest collapses in recent memory. Yeah. All right. I'd say so. The division champs, the Dallas Cowboys, twelve and five. Fifth in total offense, first in scoring offense. Fifth in total defense, fifth in scoring defense. Reagan, where did you give the Cowboys? Give him a B minus. I, I still was very impressed by the season. I think McCarthy actually did a great job. A lot of people did not think this offense would be good, and they ended up having the best. Honestly, you could say I'd say probably the best offense. I mean, you can make a case for a couple other ones, but they were dominant on the offensive side. The defense was very good all year, and. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate they lost in the playoffs. Like, Green Bay turned it on, and Dallas choked. They did. I mean, so it's hard for me to give them lower than a B-, and it's hard for me to give them higher than a B-, but I think there's a lot to build off of here, and I think next year this is a team that can be competing for a championship, But and I think you have to be. Like, that's just like the Eagles. Like, it's NFC Championship or they're cleaning house. The, the window's going to be dwindling soon. they got a lot of guys that need to get paid be paid but like they didn't have the collapse philly did so i i can't rank them lower than philly and i honestly was impressed by what i saw i think they exceeded regular season expectations for me it just didn't work out in the playoffs but i landed at a b minus to see but what do they do every year they're good in the regular season they get plunked in the playoffs they choke every yeah. year no they choke it's a C for me man i mean it was just another classic Cowboys season same thing over and over again on repeat what are they gonna do in 2024 they're going to lose in the divisional round. I mean, let's be honest. It's, I don't know who they're going to lose to, but they are. I mean, no one thought they were going to lose. They might the lose in the wild card round. You're saying they're going to lose in the divisional. They could, just to be safe, I'll say divisional. You're I mean, though, let's not forget the Packers towards the end of the season. That defense was getting torched I by know. backups. I know, and then he, they figured it out at the end, though. They did that. figure they, it out. They did. But they almost beat the won. 49ers, too, man. Like, I'm at... That top five defense. That top five defense. No, we're not. Got absolutely exposed at home too, and everyone's like, Cowboys don't lose at home. They were the most dominant team at home this year, and they got exposed. Plain and simple. That's what they do every year. Dak, phenomenal season, one of the best in his career. But what happened again? Choking the playoffs, and heading into this off season, this is why Dallas is so fucked. They 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 don't have. Enough cap space to really go all in this year and improve their team from what it was this year. You already paid Trayvon Diggs. You're going to have to pay Micah Parsons. You're going to have to pay C.D. Lamb, two of the best of their positions, right? This is the last year of Dak Prescott's contract. And there's already money in 2025 that's a void year that they push back that's going to be dead cap. And they also have a clause in his contract that they cannot franchise tag him in 2025. So if they want to compete this year, like what Jerry Jones said, they're going all in. You have to extend Dak. But Dak doesn't have to sign. He can go wherever the hell he wants next year. So Dak's going to want to be paid at least $50 million a year. Then you extend Dak. You have more money dead cap pushed down the road. Then how are you going to pay CD and Parsons and keep adding to this team? Another team where the window is closing, man. And it's I'm not saying they won't be a good team. They can't be a playoff team. But Super Bowl window is going to be closing rather quickly, I think. It's going to be very difficult for them to win a Super Bowl 
if you're paying Dak Prescott $55 million a year, and then you pay CeeDee Lamb $30 million a year, and then you pay Michael Parsons $30 million a year, and you're already paying Trayvon Diggs $20 million a year. Sounds like they're... What about uh, Demarcus Lawrence? Tyron Smith could be done there. Okay, you got Tyler Smith, but now you're losing depth on the line. They just got like Zach Martin still, too. That's another one. Dak has all the leverage in the world, and that's going to hurt Dallas a lot because they're going to have to pay him. Because Dak's good, man. I mean, they should pay Dak. But at that number going to be difficult to win. And now McCarthy is also on the hot seat heading to 2024. Doesn't matter <laughs> if you go 12 and 5 in the regular season. If you don't, don't get to the NFC hot seat, hot seat, I feel like he's been on the hot seat. That's the thing. If you're the yeah, Cowboys if you're the seriously. Cowboys coach, you're always on the hot seat. I agree, but this division <laughs> seriously has three coaches on the hot seat heading into yeah, next year. Yeah, the only year. one not is Dan Quinn and he, but honestly, we've seen we've seen franchises oh, fire. And Dallas lost Dan Quinn, one of the best defensive coordinators in football. That they did. Well, now that I mean they'll have Trayvon Diggs back next year to pair with Deron Bland. That's good. Is Gilmore coming back? Can they pay Gilmore? Gilly Gilly. I don't know if they yeah, can. They might Gilmore. take a team friendly deal. Gilly You'd Gilly? have to. I don't know. Gilly Gilly. We'll see, man. But I gave Dallas a C. It's what you expected. They didn't overachieve expectations. People expected to make the playoffs. All right. Well, that wraps it up. So let's take a quick break and then we'll start up with some trivia. Hey guys, I'm here today to talk to you about Warner Law Firm. If you find yourself in a little bit of a pinch and you need some help in a timely manner. They're your go-to. They have the best defense in the industry. Warner Law Firm. All right, Felters, we're back. Trivia time. Reagan won, gone round one. Dave C. North. I better win this one. It's my division. Ah, if you don't, it's it's bad. I'm sure Dave catered, since he's a Giants fan, I'm sure it's a lot of Giants questions. So, mm. question number one. Giants. All right, Reagan's up one nothing. During the 2023 NFL season, which NFC East team had the highest average time of possession per game? Dallas. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Dallas. I could have told you that. They were such a high fat, high. I'll, I'll go with the Giants. All right, well. Do we only get one guess? Yeah, each? you only get one, dude. It's going to be <laughs> Philly. All right, no Washington. Way, it's Commanders? Washington, I'm up. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, no, cool. No, Thanks. it doesn't count. Whoa, well, it doesn't count. If you got to use it, like, get those. Could you guys want to guess joking. the time of possession? It's a tough one, but. Wait, uh, yeah. Per, like, total or per game? No. Per yeah. drive? Average per drive? What is it? Um. Wow, wait, that's wrong. It says the average time of possession, 32 minutes and 47 seconds. That's per game, bro. Per game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I was going to guess 33 minutes, so I was going to close. Among NFC East teams, which team had the highest third down conversion percentage of offense during the 2023 NFL regular season? Dallas. <clears throat> Dude, come on, man. Picking the number one offense. You think? Washington. Bro, you guys suck. No, wrong. <clears throat> Giants. Really? Philly. There was no way it was the Giants. I knew that. I was saying Washington just because, like, I feel like it would have gone. You know, I, I bet on the number one offense in the league last what year. What was their so. conversion percentage? You guys know? Uh, yeah. No, it was it was lower than that. It was thirty nine point eight percent. Forty four. Okay. Split us. Split me in, us. Me in the middle. Oh God, we suck. Next question. All right, zeros. Zeros on the board. Among NFC East teams, which team had the highest net yards per punt on average during the NFL regular season? The Giants. Scottish Hammer. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are terrible, man. Trust Way. Washington. Uh, Dude, we're fucking terrible today. <laughs> Dallas. And what was their net yards per punt on average? Dallas and 57.9. What was their net yards per punt? 57 points. Average. 52 uh, and a half. What Actually. You, what, is that your final answer? Yeah. And yours was what? 52? 52 and a half. 43. I, oh, yeah, because net. I'm an idiot. It takes out 20 yards. 
Okay. All right, so Reagan, let's just you know let's reset here. Is this a watch? Because we have we have a, the first guy, which has been me every time, is a twenty five percent chance of just randomly guessing it, have not gotten it, and then you've had a thirty three percent chance. At each you're also jumping the gun. I'm trying to think, and you're just like, I'm thinking too. I bet on the number one offense a few times. Like fuck me, and then I took Scottish Hammer. Whoa, I mean, beat you. All right. Yeah, family Shut first. Sorry, Drop's got up. some good questions this time around. Thank you, Austin, for those. Oh, those were Austies. Those, those, those were good. Those were good. Too um, good, actually. We, we didn't get any right, so they were very good. <laughs> they were good. Who had the most fumbles in the NFC East? Jalen Hurts. Uh. My goodness, man. <laughs> the bell just didn't work. Uh, no, no, that wasn't a full click. Sam Howell. Uh. I think I just sniped his last name, Winfield Jr. What? Yeah. What is this? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> He's on yeah. the Bucks. Talking about Antoine uh, Winfield Jr. I, yeah. He's a defensive back for the Buccaneers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I know you said you had some good questions. <laughs> what the fuck was that? You know what? I think I made. That's a DB for the Bucks. Yeah, Bubble I, recoveries. I, I the wrong guy. Yeah. Bubble recoveries. Yeah. All right. Scratch your question. Scratch. Your no question. shit, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Wait, all of them are done? No, no. Oh. It's because you probably used ChatGPT. No, I didn't question. use chat. I actually looked on that. Oh, <laughs> wow, how fun. I was, like, looking at him, too. I'm like, oh, damn. All right. Um, Who had the most tackles in the division? You can take it. You can take it. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm between two guys. Can I go? I'm going to go Light and Van Der Esch. Mm-mm. Damn it, that's who I was going to say. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, Bobby Okereke. Oh, I was between Okereke and Van Der Esch. I was like, ah, if I take the giant, I'm biased. Yo, oh. Uh, answer for the fumbles, if you guys do want to know, was Jalen Hurts. Oh, come on, dude, I should get that. I should get that. I should get that. I get that. I'll give it to him. I get that. One, one. Wait, 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 wait. I get no, that. No, 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 you don't. Because I get that. No, no, no. His question was about forced fumbles. Because you said Andrew Winfield. He didn't Winfield. say forced fumbles. No, he said, said who had the most fumbles. So what was he at? What the? Right, we should, Jalen Hurts, I get that. I get that. I was right. That it's 1-1, one, one, dude. Was, That's fair. It's 1-1. One, one. That was an operation. That's fair. We'll flip His answer was forced fumbles, which was Antoine Winfield. I answered the question he asked. Did you? Because clearly that wasn't. Run it back. Run it back. Challenge flag! Challenge flag! Yo, I, I'm I'm scorecarding here. I'm flipping a coin to see if that question was valid or not. What do you mean? It. I don't care. Count it. Count it. Count I'll that. win anyway. Okay. I don't care. Count it. Count that. I don't need. I, I can it. win. One I can one. win regardless. I'll, I'll bail my draw here. God, I don't if care. I don't care. Okay. Oh, sorry, so sorry. stupid. I, uh, it's fine. Who had the longest average punt return? Wait, look at oh, 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 Oh no, what's his fucking name? Damn it. Quez Watkins? No, I know who it is. No. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, Gunnar Oshusky. Wrong. Oh, he fuck. only played like five games. Yeah, but that wouldn't. You, you only need a couple good ones. It didn't say like minimum <laughs> returns or anything. Although it could be like anybody that had like one punt return that like. No, nah, it's gotta be a minimum. Dave doesn't even have the freaking answer, bro. Uh, it's. Uh, Are you sure? Kobe. How do you pronounce his last name? Oh, oh, Britain, uh, on the Eagles. Yeah, Britain, uh, yeah, you said an Eagle who doesn't even do their punt yeah. return. You think I know the Eagles punt he, returner weekend? He week was out. a wide receiver. Yeah, he's on the Eagles, yeah. Now, yeah, okay. Was he right, a, so it's Britain one, Covey? It's 1-1. One, one, um, so. Alright, who had the fastest ball carry? He's fast. 
Who's fast? Fastest ball carry. I'm trying to think who's fast. I guess it could be any position. Hmm. Yeah, because it could be it could be any skill position guy. Honestly, when they hit top speed. Adoree Jackson. Mm. That's actually a good guess on an interception. Yeah. I don't hate that. I don't either. That's why I said it. <laughs> it's not gonna be Barkley. It's not. I don't think it's gonna be a giant. Okay, just to be just guess something. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Devontae Turpin. Oh, that's a good one, though. Know. Turpin, yeah. Turpin? Yeah. Damn, Johnson, that's some good throw. questions. That was a good one, yeah. It makes sense as a returner, too. Yeah. Um, who had the most amount of rushing TDs? Jalen Hurts. I mean, I actually think that's right. Wait, what? Jalen Hurts definitely had the most rushing yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, I may have not even... Did he? Dude, he Probably, did. right? You would think. It's definitely Jalen Hurts. I don't know how many Saquon. All right, you, you know how many push pushes he did? You can answer. Because I mean, I'll... I mean, like, I feel like it is Hurts, too, but uh, just because of why I can't say him, uh, I guess I'll just go with... Uh, the only other viable option is Barkley. Even though Barkley it, missed three games. It? Yeah, I'm just going to say Barkley. It's not, it's not Brian Robinson. Hurts had more than Barkley. Hurts definitely had more than Barkley. Dude, how do you not I have saw, the I answers? Just article, I just saw an article that said, like, Hurts 15th rushing touchdown of the season, and Barkley definitely got it. Yeah, he didn't have 15. Just, like, look it Barkley up. He missed three games. Probably really quickly. Jesus. It shouldn't take that long. It's definitely hurts, but I know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't. It was Barkley was definitely two though. Barkley was definitely two though. Yeah, hurts had fifteen. Hurts had fifteen. Don't any questions? Because no, you don't have any. That's it. Then I won. What? What do you mean you won? We did like seven Jalen Hurts questions. You did like seven questions and we're like, yeah, you don't have two more. I'm finding it. All right, we can take a quick break. I know. I no, mean, they can come up with something. I'm, so, I'm like, what the fuck? You t- I know. I talked to you. Who, who, which NFC East player had the longest reception in the season? Uh, are you going to hit it or not, dude? You can't. Did you hit it? I was, I was debating it. What? I was going to hit it. <laughs> you not have the answer? No, I'm just making up a question. Uh, I'll go with Brandon Cooks. I'll figure it out what it is while he's. I'm gonna go with CD Lamb. Oh shit! I think. Should we just do whoever? We should we should change this to a sudden death. We're asking a question. It's whoever's closer wins. I think it is CD. Yeah, should we do a sudden death? I'm pretty sure it is CD. Yeah, it's CD. He had the longest in the league. <laughs> had 90, I forgot he had the 92 yarder. All right. Oh, I forgot about the 92 yarder. Slayton had an 80 yarder though. Slayton was tail. I knew Slayton was gonna be up there too. That was sneaky. All right, you know what? So well, now it's three one. It's three one. So we're good. I won. Hey, right. let him do one more if he's got it. All right, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Nah, never mind. It's not a good one. All right. Who I mean, the most rushing attempts in the in the division? Saquon. Wrong. I mean, I don't even care. This was the most unorganized trivia. It was it after the last it time we were, and after the last time we're like, I we'll be better it. next time. This was bad. Swift. Wrong. Yeah. Then if it was, then it was. No. Was it Tony Pollard? That's really bad. Tony Pollard. Pollard that just so tells bad. you how bad it is. Two hundred fifty-two and Saquon had two hundred forty-seven. Which is crazy because Saquon missed time. He would have had the most. He missed three missed, games. Yeah. yeah. He had such a high. All right, ball. guys. One one on the trivia that wraps up the NFC recast pod. We'll be back. 
later this week. I don't know what division we're doing yet, but... Uh, yeah, but guys, please submit some trivia questions. I mean, clearly it's been clearly a struggle. Clearly, can't handle the work. Well, he called me today, too, and he was like, yeah, I got some good questions for tonight. He's eh, pretty pumped up. I mean, hey, I, I would... drop the ball. With it was... Winfield. Yeah, that, no, that was a good one. I mean, I definitely wasn't thinking that. Clearly not. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back. It's the NFC South next. We're going in the order of nice. what we did with the predictions. So, nice. uh, submit some questions, especially for trivia. Help out Drock. Um yeah, one more episode, and it's on Zoom, guys, so enjoy it while we're at the felt. Yeah, one more, man. One more at the felt. Bye.